Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today, we are joined by Stephanie Edwards, Manager of E-Commerce, Social Media, and Marketing, and Lizzie Selzer, Andersonville Store Assistant Manager of Enjoy, an Urban General Store. Enjoy is full of fun, funky, and functional items for all your gift-giving needs. From youngsters to oldsters, hipsters to geeksters, sisters to brothers, mothers to fathers, rockers to rollers, anyone can find nothing they need and anything they want and everything they enjoy at 5307 North Clark. Welcome, Stephanie and Lizzie. How are you both today? Very good. Very good. Wonderful. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is, we're very excited. Thank you so much. We're so excited to finally have both of you from Enjoy on the podcast. I believe we were scheduled in studio right when right COVID before. Yeah, yeah, like right, yes. yeah, like <laughs> yeah. It, it, it hit and, and I think you were scheduled like, like a few days after that, right? Yeah. So which, which seems like both, both six months ago and four years ago. So yeah. I know, <laughs> yeah. but obviously recording in studio would not be possible right now. So we appreciate everybody hopping on this um, virtual recording train that we have <laughs> yeah. roll with for many months to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we usually start each episode with you both telling us a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds and how you came to be with Enjoy. I came to enjoy Urban General Store in 2008. Came, uh, I came aboard to launch the website, which we did in 2008. The store opened in 2005. And prior to that, I'd spent 10 years as um, in nonprofit fundraising. I was a development director at a nonprofit design school called Archiworks. For, and um, when I came aboard, it was kind of at the beginning, it was 2008 was a the recession year so in some ways it was either try to to raise money or try to make money but it was um, I always wanted to I love the store and wanted to launch the website and prior to that I have uh, done many things I was uh, wrote a couple gift books I played music and my first job in Chicago actually I helped launch the I was thinking about this I lo- helped launch the Garrett popcorn shops first website in the 90s so I think that e-commerce has even before it was called e-commerce has kind of always been in my blood Wow, that's cool. <laughs> um, and it's funny because, so I um, came on last year to help us open up the Andersonville location, but I have a long history with Enjoy. Um, I actually worked for Enjoy when it was in its original location before we moved to the current location um, that the Lincoln Square uh, store is in right now, um, back when I was in college. Um, I think I sort of just, I found the store one day on a little adventure, um, taking a break from UIC. I have a degree in performance from UIC. So needing a nice little break from that area and probably came in, um, way too many times and just bugged Steph, who was probably in the store a lot and um, fell in love with the store and just really wanted to work there and worked there for um, back in probably around that same um, 2009, uh, 2010 time for um, about three years. And then um, I actually moved to New York City and was there for about five years Um, moved back home, was there for about five more years. So I've been gone from the city for a while and then um, moved back up here to help open up the new store. And it's been, um, it's been wonderful. And I've stayed in touch with everybody. Enjoy just kind of um, stays in your bones. (laughs) You become part of this really great family and um, it's, it's wonderful. I'm still friends with people that I was friends with uh, working with 10 years ago. And it was, it's pretty great. 
And Stephanie, the owner isn't with us today, but can either of you speak to kind of the original idea behind the store and how, how that came about? Yes, um, Rebecca Wood, she's our owner and our founder of Enjoy. Uh, she was originally from the East Coast, from the Boston area and kind of grew up, her parents were school teachers. They were both school teachers in the Boston area and would spend summers, um, they would rent seasonal shops on Cape Cod, um, seasonal gift stores on Cape Cod. So at, at the end of the school year, they would pack up the kids in the car and head to the Cape Cod and open up the gift store. So really, Becca always says that from the time that she could hold a pricing gun in her hand, her parents put her to work pricing products in the store. So to say that it, she started from a very young age it was, it, is an understatement. Uh, she moved to Chicago and uh, Boston, like Chicago is, I think, uh, is really a city of neighborhoods too. And when she saw the Lincoln Square neighborhood, it kind of just, it hit her like, oh, I, the store that I've always wanted to open, it takes a little bit of the gift store from her parents, but also some of the more specialty stores that are in downtown Boston. Um, and it just, the, the neighborhood just kind of called out to her. Um, and in 2005, the Lincoln Square neighborhood was obviously developed and established, but it was still kind of in a growing in a growing phase. Some of the older, um, the older businesses, retail businesses were starting to, to close or age out, you know, people were retiring. Um, so that the little spot right next to Cafe Selmarie, which was kind of the anchor on Giddings Plaza on Lincoln Avenue in Lincoln Square, um, it came open. It used to be the Hansa Travel Bureau. And, um, and so and moved into that spot. So, and what's so interesting is that in 2005, being, being in the same location, Lizzie mentioned the other location, we moved two doors down. Um, in about 2009 or so into slightly larger space. Um, but that you've, when you've been in a location for 15 years, you, the kids that would come in the neighborhood when they're five, they're, now they're, they're adults, they're like 20 years old. And then they come in the store and you've literally watched people and shop, you know, your, your customers grow with you. So it's kind of a unique experience. And we know that, um, so it's kind of a really exciting day at the chamber when we found out Enjoy was planning to open a second location in Andersonville. I know I've always been a huge fan of the store in Lincoln Square. Um, I sort of live between Lincoln Square and Andersonville right now. So we often did holiday shopping there, pretty much any day shopping there. Um, so it was so exciting. Um, so the Andersonville shop opened in 2019 in the former specialty video location in Andersonville. Why did you choose Andersonville as the second location? Well, Andersonville is awesome, certainly. Um, but when we when we launched the website in 2008, we actually have our, had our offices in Andersonville, technically. We were on Foster Avenue, um, kind of halfway between our store in Lincoln Square and Clark Street. And so even like even us in the office, we would go, we would say we're going to be going into town for lunch or to run errands, and we would go into Andersonville. So we were kind of always in there. Um, many of us have either lived and worked or lived or um, gone out and, and uh, taken, gone to businesses in Andersonville. So it was kind of always a dream to get to Andersonville and we just needed the perfect location. And when specialty video, which, was, which at 5307 North Clark, when it, when it left, it was like all of a sudden in the heart of it on, on the Clark street corridor, it was like a dream come true. So we were able to do it and it was kind of the rest is history, but it was just the, it was just the perfect time and we were ready. Um, and we kind of never looked back. And let's start talking about the shop itself. Enjoy is known for carrying a wide variety of home goods, wearables, gifts, games, and more. What are some of the craziest items you've carried over the years that kind of stand out to you? Um, well, one of the things, and we actually just got it back in stock and it made me laugh when I was putting it out the other day. Um, it's especially funny because we've had it since uh, we had it 10 years ago when I worked at the store. And it's something that is still, to this day, one of our top um, novelty sellers. 
and uh, it's called the yodeling pickle. Um, and uh, it's um, so it's literally just a pickle and um, it has a button on it and it yodels. Um, you, you can't stop it once it starts. And it's just a really fun um, novelty gift. And uh, especially during um, holiday times, um, I know uh, my family and a lot of um, the, with our German heritage, um, you often will find that uh, you hide the pickle in the Christmas tree. Um, so a lot of people will buy that and uh, they'll hide it in the Christmas tree. It's a fun little gift, um, but it's something that uh, it's just fun and silly and it just brings a smile to everyone's face. Um, people will hit it. They'll feel kind of embarrassed that they've hit it. And it's like, no, no, that's why it's there. That's why it's here. It's to smile. And then more people will come and play with it. And it's just a fun, silly toy that um, you can buy for anyone and everyone on your list. And it's just, I love that it's, it was, it's in the same packaging. It's been there for 10 years and people, it's just as funny today as it was 10 years ago. Can I add something about the previous question that I totally, that I love so much? So do I, should I count down like three, two, one? <laughs> to, um, no, okay. Uh, but, but I love how um, Lincoln Square and Andersonville are kind of these two parallel neighborhoods. You know, when, when I walked into the, 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 the current space in Andersonville and I looked around and there was a yogurt shop, there were bars, there was a coffee shop, there was the bank. And it, it was like, and then you have this neighborhood that has this strong uh, Swedish heritage and then Lincoln Square that has the strong German heritage. And I loved it because it was like parallel stores um, as well as how many of our customers live in Andersonville and would come to Lincoln Square to shop to us. And now we see them as regulars at the, at the Enjoy Andersonville location. And I think what I love so much about the Andersonville location too, is you walk in and I feel like everyone's done a really good job with merchandising in keeping the the flow very open, which as you know, is probably so important right now with um, COVID protocol and safety. It's just a very open and welcoming space. And, um, you know, that sort of merchandising and, and the art of merchandising is such a, a finite talent. So we're just curious who does the merchandise buying for Andersonville and Lincoln Square um, who stages the merchandise? Is that you, Lizzie, or how does that all go down? Um, well, that's a, that's a two-part question. <laughs> so yes, um, when it comes to the actual merchandising of the store, um, I myself, and then along with our other managers, um, Dina, and then also Becca, um, we will work on merchandising the store. Um, we do move things so that we can feature new products um, and also get things out um, when we're um, wanting to put themes together. And um, I know Steph also can um, is, is gonna talk about this as well, but it's wonderful to have an idea or a theme or even just a color palette to go off of and think of what can we feature? What can we put together? And your mind just sort of creates these wonderful things that go together, that fit into these themes that you would never necessarily think would, would be in the same wheelhouse. But once you've sat there and looked at your space and put these things together, they really do mesh and they really do go together. And before you know it, you've put together something that will inspire someone down a path um, for a gift or um, something for themselves that they weren't even thinking about, uh, which is, which is really great. And it also um, just that whole, the other aspect of the decorating side um, is kind of nice because it's a little something that I've always loved to do. And 
you know, you think you're good at something, um, but then when you actually get to put that art or that craft out into the world, it makes you feel great when somebody does come in or, and they comment on the window or they comment on how great the store looks, or we always get the question of, wow, it smells great in here. Um, what is that smell? And my favorite thing to say is, well, it's about 30 candles um, <laughs> because we have all these wonderful candles. I'm like, so you can just buy this corner of the store um, and then your whole house will smell like this. Uh, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. Cause it's a lot of, it's a lot of different um, minds and voices and ideas working to just come up with this really great space and, and all of the ideas. And the, the, the concept of an urban general store that really came up with from, from our opening was that the, the products would really be the star of the show. So when you, when you walk in the store, we do keep it very open and we don't have, the, the shelves are very simple shelves that are filled with really colorful items because um, we, at any given time, we'll, we'll have up to you know 10,000 different products and they might be small products to larger products. Um, but if you can put those in, they're constantly moving around in the store. We have uh, basic sections that we've gone out, just kind of like a general store, you know, baby, home and whatnot. But within those, the, the, in the store, the managers have the flexibility and the autonomy to really merchandise how they want this to be. But both, both Lincoln, uh, the Lincoln Square location and the Andersonville location, both just have simple shelves, open kind of, you know, kind of open aisles, because we also want to encourage people to come in, well, probably pre, pre COVID-19, but the, the concept, the idea was really to have people come in and be able to kind of take in all the colorful products in the store and kind of, and even, even now when, when I go into the store, I will see something that I, I know that we have and I'll see it and I'll say, oh, I, I, I totally forgot about that product or I didn't realize we carried that product. So yeah, you're definitely right about the space itself. I mean, given the the kind of all white walls and the white shelves, it really allows um, the products and the color of the products to pop on the shelf. So, but is that number really 10,000 at any given time? That's a, yeah, 10,000. That's well, a 10, huge scary. amount. Yeah. That's that, incredible. I mean, that, that, that does include, that would include something as small as, you know, a pair of socks or a or a, a you know a little uh, little stocking stuffer type item, but yeah. Right. How how many socks do you think you carry? I mean, I, I know that oh, the goodness. sock wall is is vast, given your yeah. background that we're all witnessing I, right now. But um, <laughs> but yeah. what do you what do you think that number is? Yeah. The well, the last time I counted, I think I we were at four sixty five, but we've just gotten some more in and added them. So and people love them, and people especially in Chicago, you have to wear you wear socks, you know nine, 10 months out of the year. So I really- I'm wearing a pair right now and yeah. I did not even plan it. They're yeah. purple unicorn socks. Yeah. Ooh, that's just... Joel's favorite. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure David from our office has gifted me at least two different unicorn things from Enjoy Alone. I have the unicorn, like a unicorn mug that I think is still actually on my desk at the office. <laughs> Waiting for you. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, you can probably- Yes, I can, I can see it here right now. So. Yeah, Laura's like, yep, there it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's great, so yeah. anything unicorn. Yeah, because socks have gone, you know, socks used to be, kind of be the punchline of a joke, right? Oh, thanks, you got me a pair of socks. But like, we're, you know, we're trying to change that because we literally, you know, with the, with however hundreds of styles we have, I mean, socks for whatever you're into, whatever you like, we, there's probably a sock for it. So it's very true. It's, yeah. it's, it's a reflection of your personality. It shows um, how much uh, you have in common with somebody. I love when people come in and they'll ask things like, do you have a guinea pig sock? And I, 
And then it reminds, it's like, yes, I do. Do you have a flamingo sock? Actually, yes, it's on the sock with the guinea pigs. Um, it's, it's wonderful to have socks that can literally be for any occasion. Um, and that's what's so great about them. And all of the brands that we carry are so comfortable and especially going into the winter and when people are going to need to cozy up and just be at home more and hunger down and, you know, wear socks in your cold Chicago apartments. Um, it's great to have a huge variety and I, I will definitely be buying more for myself, myself as well. Cause we just keep getting great ones in. And you touched on kind of, you know, life pre COVID, but since COVID has entered our lives, um, how, what has business been like for Enjoy? Kind of talk us through kind of the beginning months and what's it like now and um, talk us through the safety protocols you have in place for both shoppers and employees. Yeah. I think that we were really fortunate that we had had an established website. Um, I think that so many of our fellow small businesses had to rush to come up with an alternate uh, way to sell their products online. So in addition to kind of dealing with the uncertainty of, of coronavirus and the pandemic, they also had to try to become web website creators. Um, so what we were able to do, especially in the early months of the, the shutdown, is that our, our in-store managers really pivot, pivoted. I mean, that's kind of our word, but they pivoted to being... Um, helping me put all of our products, we were able to put um, almost all of our products online for sale. And what we found, so they were helping me write product descriptions, get photos. Um, and what we found is that a, so many of our customers shifted to, to shopping with us online. We had so many um, in local people, Chicago people who were ordering um, and, and getting delivered, getting delivery in the, in the city. Um, and then we were able to up our um, probably increase our in-store pickup when we we're able to do in-store pickups, get back in the stores. Um, I would say, you know, we, we, we used to offer it as kind of just a service to local customers. And it really became the way that um, so many of our local shoppers were shopping. They'd place an order online and then pick it up the next day in store. So we do, we will continue to do that, um, especially into the holiday season, increase that. And then what we're also going to be offering is um, appointment shopping, we're calling it enjoy appointment shopping, where uh, we'll have a, a calendar link where you can sign up to have a, a 30 minute one-on-one -on -one session with the managers, either before the store opens or after hours. So if you don't feel comfortable shop, we're limited capacity, but if you'd rather just not shop with anyone except the, except the manager that we're gonna make that available to people because we, re we want people to feel safe and we're, we're willing to do whatever we can to, to help them if they wanna come shop with us. We're, we're, we're ready and we're, we're able to, to really be flexible and pivot again. So we said we're, we're gonna pivot so much, we'll get dizzy, that's fine. So, and Lizzie, uh, Lizzie can speak better to the, what the actual, what precautions we've been taking in store, I think. Yeah, we've definitely had, like Steph said, pivot has seems to be our, our word of the day um, or of the, the month or the year. Um, and we definitely made that shift, you know, starting in March when we had to do the initial shutdown and it was all hands on deck to get as much as we could online, which was wonderful. And then slowly opening up to initially doing that in-store pickup to then doing, um, we uh, first had shop the window where you could call and actually shop from our window, um, which was wonderful. And we could um, essentially do personalized shopping from our window or website for customers, which worked out great. And then we were slowly, as we moved phases uh, within the city um, and guidelines were changing, um, 
we've adhered to those guidelines very strictly to make sure everyone is safe, everything's clean. Um, the capacity at our store is limited now. Um, now that we're in uh, phase four, we're able to have 15 people in at a time, uh, which is great. Um, and our space is still, uh, it's so big that everyone's able to socially distance. Um, we are keeping up with keeping everything clean and um, we have all of the safety measures out for everybody. Um, we've got plexiglass up um, and we you know if anybody ever feels that they still aren't able to come into the store or they need those extra precautions, we are still taking um, orders over the phone for people or um, helping out in other ways. I've had, I've had to walk many people through our website just um, if they're having any sort of, uh, though, though sometimes I, fe I feel that um, I'll just say the universal millennial, but people who have grown up with the age of the internet growing up with them, we take for granted how easy it is for us. So um, helping some more people who um, maybe haven't had, who haven't grown up with the internet, um, taking those extra phone calls and that extra time to walk them through, just making that that purchase and figuring that out for them. Um, it's helped them a lot. And I think they're very grateful for those extra pieces of customer service because they really, um, it's it could be something big or it could be something small, a birthday present that they just want to send to somebody to brighten their day. And I know I'm very grateful at the end of the day when I'm able to help them do that. Um, and I know they're very thankful that we're there to help them. So um, we're really just moving into the rest of this year and on to next year, um, trying to do the best we can to make it safe and, and still provide the best customer service while just making everyone happy because that's really what it's all about. So, so with this, you know, with the shift to online shopping, what do you think has been, I mean, you, you have probably have the data on this, but what has been the, the kind of favorite of, of the season? Yeah, well, uh, fortunately, in a stroke of, I wish I could say we planned it, but it was just good luck. But in January, January 2020, we received a shipment of so many different puzzles, jigsaw puzzles, and we had no idea that they would become the number one top top selling item for, for really the past six to seven months. Everybody wanted jigsaw puzzles. Other, other places were selling out big box, big box stores were selling out. So uh, I would definitely say that it has been, we have seen a, uh, the spike in jigsaw puzzles. Everybody wants them. Um, and I think even coming, going into the winter, especially, you know, in Chicago, we know how to hunker down in the winter months and stay inside and we can, you know, but I think that everyone else is finding that you, that uh, jigsaw puzzle is a really great way to kind of pass the time. So. It's very true. My, my favorite, one of my favorite interactions was when people would call in and ask, do you have this specific puzzle? Um, and it's, it's, we have it right now. It's actually this, that we have a double-sided succulent puzzle. Um, it's actually quite difficult. I've done it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course we do. Would you like one? And it's, it was great getting those calls in the store because Amazon would be sold out of something, but we would still have it or another big box chain would be sold out of something. Right. Um, and we would have it. And it was just, you know, like Steph said, a, a totally unforeseen, wonderful circumstance, uh, just have all, have all these puzzles. Um, and another great thing that we have is it's called a rainbow maker, which has also been a silent star of this. Again, a product that's been around for years. Um, it's a solar powered prism that um, 
you just, you put on your window with a suction cup and the light hits it and it just spins. And this little prism will spin in the sun and then create rainbows, which reminds me of a scene from a favorite Disney movie of mine where um, they just, they literally have prisms and they call it a rainbow maker and they string them up in, in someone's house. And it's just a really great, um, I mean, it, it brightens up your day, but also just as a kid, that always made me pretty happy when I would see it shine through my grandma's chandelier. So it's just a little, it's the little things that brighten your day while you do your puzzles and just watch rainbows dance around the room. I like to, I like to, this is this, I I don't have anything to back this up, but my, I, I, my assumption is that people suddenly are, are at home during times of day where they're normally not at home and they realize the natural light that's coming in their window. And then they put a, they get the rainbow maker for it and, and see the, see it coming in. So that's, that's what I imagine as well as it's just a way to send some, a lot of the gifts that in addition to the puzzles and whatnot, the, the theme, the general theme of the online shopping has been kind of gifts of encouragement and inspiration that people have been sending to others. That's kind of what it is. It's a lot of, we sell a lot of snarky, funny stuff and kind of a lot of like throw up your hands. I give up this, everything sucks kind of stuff, but we do sell a lot of things that are, that are kind of that we call them like zones of empowerment or, or gifts of encouragement. And we, we have seen a lot of those too. So. At, at first listen though, um, when you said solar powered prism, it sounds like you could be saying solar power powered prison. Which no. would be something. <laughs> oh, definitely something not totally, that. Yes, totally different. You also, um, you sold, you sell. I, I, if I can remember correctly, you, you sell, you sold some Ruth Bader Ginsburg products in your store, correct? Yes. Did you see did. kind of an increase in purchasing after her passing in late September? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Most we, definitely. Yeah, we we sold out of of almost all of them. And we were able to, we'd, we'd carried the products for really, for, for quite a while, um, a lo- different, you know, different selection. Um, and actually there is a, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg action figure. Um, that's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite items um, that went viral a couple of years ago. Um, so we did have it in stock, but the, I mean, the, if, if, if her popularity could be measured by what, how many people placed orders or wanted wanted her merchandise and memorabilia, it was it was really amazing. So, it was it was really it was it was it was just really heartening to to see. And you know, as we approach such a heavy gift giving season, I think it's important to to make note of what you said that people are wanting to give gifts of encouragement, which is great. Um, what other advice do you have for listeners or customers or shoppers as we approach the gift giving season? I know we spoke with um, another shop recently that said, you know, inventory is not going to be as readily available as it normally is. Like manufacturers can't turn around product as quickly for restocking. What, what should folks know as they approach this season? Yeah. Well, I definitely say like, these are, this is my kind of mantra right now. Is, or, and we're going to be, you know, telling people, um, you know, shop, shop early, shop small, shop often. That's kind of what it is. Um, but really just to, um, you know, to let people know that around around the country and around the world, you know, supply chains are still severely impacted by by COVID nineteen, and you know, products that we used to be able to restock within within a week's notice now have lead times of of six to eight weeks sometimes, if even ever again. Um, so I would encourage people that if they're at a 
at a store, particularly a small business, and they see something that they're thinking about for future for Hanukkah or Christmas gift to, to buy it now, because the retailer will appreciate having that sale. And then it will also ensure that what they want is available because we're just, again, with the whole idea of pivot, we're just having to adapt to kind of uh, a lot of uncertainties. We will have gifts. We don't know exactly what gifts we will have or how many at any given time, but we'll, we will keep adding. But I would just, I would just say um, shop early, shop small, shop often. And that's a great, um, you'll probably be our first really retailer on the podcast where we mentioned our holiday campaign too. Um, so the chamber recently just announced our always Andersonville holidays with intention campaign. And it's yeah. sort of that same thing. It's shop with intention. Right. And what does that mean? It means shop early, shop local, shop often, mm -hmm. right? And be intentional about how you're giving gifts this year um, because really it can be the difference between whether or not your favorite shop and joy is here beyond the holidays. And I know we kind of say that in a sort of sense every year, but like this year, the stakes are so much higher, right? Yeah. And everyone yeah. can do something about it. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it, it's so true. I mean, it and it like... And I mean, I've always, and like you say, yes, it's something that we always say. And we like, you know, and Andersonville is a neighborhood that like, they just understand the importance of, of supporting small businesses. But I mean, like I said, that with, when we had to close our retail stores, our, our local customers who continue to shop with us and through using our, our online um, store, they, they were our lifeline. They kept us, they kept us in business. And that is the reason that we are here today. So, and that we will never forget that, you know, I mean, it is, we can never, I don't think we can tell people how grateful we are without it sounding like, I just, I wish I, I want them to know we, it's true. It's really true. It is, it was really amazing. And I think if, if anything good that has come out of this pandemic, it's really just affirming just how amazing people are and that kind of um you know for for a store you know and it's and it's it's our dream and it's it's we love it but you know and and our customers love the store but it's it's this is it's kind of it is our family in a lot of ways uh, people have supported our family that's really amazing to hear and you know we hope that that support kind of continues um and lasts throughout you know the rest of the season and then into next year and hopefully we'll we'll get out of this and and be able to you know develop a new normal for us all yeah you're here yes <laughs> um so we wanted to get into we started doing um kind of post post our our COVID hiatus these rapid fire questions towards the end so um you know the first one is is very apropos because we did just talk about puzzles so the first question to you both is do you prefer puzzles or coloring books I mean, I, I think I can just, I've done eight puzzles since we started all of this um, and I live by myself. <laughs> so I think, I think I'm going to go with puzzles and I actually have, um, I thought it was two, but now I realized I have three puzzles in waiting. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> do do you um, keep them after you finish them? Like, do you mod podge them and hang them I, on your wall? I don't. But so here's a fun hack for people who don't um, who have small spaces um, and maybe don't want to invest in a puzzle mat. Or I don't like puzzle mats because they're not they're not pliable. They're they roll and they're um, you can't they're just 
You can't move them. I have a giant piece of cardboard so I can just lift the puzzle up and move it. I'll slide it under my couch. I'll move it to a different room. Um, so there have been two puzzles that I finished that I liked so much um, that I do want to do that too because I liked them so much. One of them is called uh, The Painted Desert, which is just a, it's a, it's a collage of a bunch of different cacti. Uh, so when people buy that puzzle, I get very excited because it's my favorite puzzle that I've done so far. Um, and then the other one uh, is, uh, it's a, um, it is a map of the world, but it's all in flowers, uh, which was very difficult. <laughs> Um, but that's another one. So I'm not a person who saves my puzzles. I normally like put them back in the box and I'll often re-gift them to my mom or my grandma because they love to do puzzles as well. But I've kept those two because I, I was proud of them. So I do definitely do want to do that this time around. Yeah. Puzzles for me. I've got a Golden Girls puzzle just waiting for me. I just need the time, <laughs> just need the time to do it. I'm going to start it. So definitely puzzles. I really like puzzles. I actually haven't done one in a long time, but just to give this a little more color, no pun intended. Um, I was never really in, like, I hadn't done the adult coloring book sort of thing, except uh, during the pandemic here, my mother sent my sister and I each a coloring book that she purchased, I guess, like four years ago for us on this <laughs> girls retreat that we never did because my sister had a baby. And um, anyway, we've been doing like bi-weekly, like coloring nights over Zoom. Awesome. <laughs> so I guess I would be. I love it. Yeah. Laura, do you care to answer this one, puzzle or coloring book? Okay, so I have a little PTSD about puzzles because my mother just, that's what she did with her time. You know, she would just make puzzles after puzzles after puzzles and she would Mod Podge them all. So I, uh, then we, you know, and, and she loved them so much that we would gift her puzzles, but then they started coming back to us. Uh. So then she would Mod Podge them and frame them and, and we would have to take them back. So yeah. um, I did attempt a puzzle during um, quarantine and it was a meta puzzle and it was a puzzle of a woman doing a puzzle <laughs> That's awesome. and it was it was very challenging it was yeah. very challenging we um we did not my partner and I did not make it through um we we had to give up because it we did not have it on cardboard we could not move it and we, needed, <laughs> we needed our coffee table that's exactly so. what happened to me I needed my coffee table I'm like there's gotta be a better way that's so perfect. I was really hoping that we would get it all knocked out and done and it didn't it didn't work out but um I do like puzzles I just have oh it's it's one of those things it's like yeah, yeah. I need the space and no one to touch it for a while so um, you can check that off your your coronavirus you know your coronavirus yeah. uh checklist made yes. made a sourdough bread did a jigsaw puzzle oh you, know, you, you, you sell is like a i don't know like a checklist system anyway oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so true maybe we do lizzie oh well we have yeah. a card we do have a new card okay. that says my favorite thing about quarantine is uh people being left alone with their thoughts for five minutes and saying nope I cannot, I must learn to make bread from scratch. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. we, we are starting, we are starting to see some of the, like the small makers, um, particularly there's a company called La Familia Green. Um, who's oh, we, I love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Based in Edgewater and, um, and her card line, there was a lot of Chicago based, like, um, you know, kind of loosely coronavirus related things. Yeah. They, they were awesome with like, you know, the I totally bought shout out to her. I totally bought her card that said like, 
uh, what was it? It was actually just a happy birthday card, but it was somebody washing their hands. Yeah. Like the happy birthday. Oh, with the happy birthday song. That's right. Yeah. And I then know. the hand sanitizer one, I forget what it said on the front of the card. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, and there are, um, there are some, the, the found is a, a local business here, right, right on Kedzie in, um, in Albany park. And actually they do fabulous cards too, but they've actually started to do jigsaw puzzles as well. So again, it's like a local maker that's doing jigsaw puzzles featuring like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, Dolly Parton, uh, golden girls. So kind of the pop culture. So maybe that would help if it was like, if you found a, a puzzle for, that, that helped with your puzzle PCD, if it was like, you know, you got a Prince, a Prince puzzle or something instead. Well, I'll pick up that Dolly one for sure. I almost kind of interjected your your comment about moving two doors down with a Dolly kind of insert there. Oh, Dolly. Your song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, well, I am dying to know for this next one, what if you could make a prediction right now, what do you think some of the hot holiday items are going to be? Well, as cliche as it's going to sound, masks are going to be very big as a holiday item. Uh, but I mean, one, definitely everyone is, you know, will be wearing masks for the indefinite future. However, they've become such a statement piece. Um, like I looked forward to getting in our Halloween masks. I'm so looking forward to the designs that we're going to get in for Christmas time. Um, and I love how, um, so many of the vendors that we already have have made this wonderful shift and they've been able to produce very, very good masks, very high quality masks, um, masks that are all, um, that literally can fit different face shapes that can, um, different air quality. Cause I know as someone myself who has just more problems um, medically. So I need different kinds of masks than other people. It's been wonderful. The, the array that we can get, but also just, you can express yourself through these different kinds of masks. Um, we've got a wonderful company, um, Maggie pop that's actually made in-house by our accountant, um, and her daughter. <laughs> and, uh, some of the proceeds are going towards, um, uh, Steph, is it the American cancer association? I'm so sorry. Or, yes, I thought so. Support their work on ovarian cancer. Yes. yes. Um, and uh, they've made some wonderful Halloween masks. So I can only just imagine what their Christmas masks are going to be. Um, and then my, my favorite gift to give around holiday time, which I'm super excited about every year is giving um, uh, the best, like just coffee mugs. I love coffee. I actually, because I have an entire uh, built-in buffet in my very beautifully wonderful old apartment. I have two of my favorites here. One just says slightly ambitious um, because you know, that's, that's just all you can ask for right now. And we have this other great one that says, you know what this sounds like? Not my problem. Um, <laughs> we just have, and we have some, you know, some other wonderful coffee mugs that might not be appropriate for your zoom call or depending on your zoom call might be just exactly what you need to show off in your zoom call. Yeah. Um, there we have, it, just such an array of coffee mugs and especially as we get into this colder weather um it's going to be perfect for coffee and cocoa and just staying staying home and staying cozy and it's just i'm there it's my favorite thing to give i love when i see friends who have used coffee mugs that i've given them like four years ago and i just get i just get excited when i see them post a picture on instagram I'm like i gave you that it's from me there's also I really this like 
Oh, excuse me. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I was just going to say that I really like that idea of accessorizing your Zoom call with the, the coffee <laughs> yeah. mug of yes. choice, just yeah. because sometimes, you you know, you just can't say how you're feeling, but your coffee cup can. So exactly. you could type your friend and just be like, hey, hey, look at my mug. Yeah. The person that you <laughs> want to see it. It's like, you know, just take a look at this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, the, Seth. Sorry. Oh, the, the, the thing that I'm most excited about um, it's because it, I've just never really seen anything like it. And I don't know if it's going to, I don't know if it's going to be a hit, but I, I'm, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I want one, but so I want to buy one, set one aside for me. But it's this thing, it's called the Flickr for personal fireplace. And it's about a six inch kind of like, con have you seen it? The, the concrete vessel and you put just rubbing alcohol in it and then light it. And it just burns. It's like, and it just, you kind of put it in it. So it's kind of like a candle mixed with like, uh, it just kind of burns and gives off a little warmth and it's I, I saw it and I was like oh this is I was like everybody in every single person in Chicago should have one of these you put it on your counter or you put it on your on your coffee table or whatnot so and we're thinking about I think we need to light them in the store so people can yeah, see I'm them sure. that's what we're yeah so. I know I so thought cool. you posted a picture of one of those on the anti-Amazon Prime Day correct? oh that's right that's right yes yeah. yes yes that's right very good glad you saw it that's but yeah so so I'll I'll let you know how it is. I'm, I hope mine's waiting for me at the cold behind the counter. So can yeah. you can you roast mini s'mores over it? You can. Yes. Yes. Totally. Okay. Totally. Sold. Yeah. There you go. You yeah. got a winner there. Yeah, and it's just just regular, you know, just from the the drugstore, regular regular alcohol. So. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. Um, if, for more information about Enjoy an Urban General Store, please visit urbangeneralstore.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce and currently recorded via Zoom. We thank you for your listenership. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. We are also actively looking for podcast sponsors to sustain our production. Please email us at info at andersonville.org for more information. Thank you for your continued support, for staying active in our community, and for staying always Andersonville.